We get to the third of the brachos, which deal with our physical reality. And now, really parnasa. Those are three things that we need. We need gula, we need redemption, on a practical, even everyday way, certainly in the big way. We need refuah for sure. And we need parnasa, definitely. And this is going to round out the first of the six brachos of Shemona Before jumping in, I'd like to give you give a word of tribute to Anisha Gadola, Reverend Dina Weinberg, who was Reverend Noah Weinberg's wife and really was the mother of the Kira of Yeshivas and all that Reb Noach did and Reb Noach's um, scope and reach and Ashba was so incredible. I myself was over to learn, to teach, excuse me, in Asia Torah and to be on the administration for different parts for about 15 years. And I was over to a nice relationship, a close relationship with Reb Noach, certainly an inspiration. And Reb Tendino, who I didn't know personally, but she was behind so much of it. And besides that, she was an Isha Gadol in her own right. And I was at the Shiva, and this is where we bring to the point that I want to bring out. And they had, uh, certainly her later years, she used to daven at home. And she had like a big Chazan's sitter, like a Chazan and a Shul would have, those are familiar. And she wrote these magnificent notes inside the sitter. And her sons, that was you know, sitting with her pillow, Shlita and Ramuda, Shlita. They were showing me examples and the other people there of the things she had written in her center. If it ever comes out, if it ever gets published, I really suggest everybody buy this because it's phenomenal. I'll just share examples which are no getas and no get and that's why I bring it up because she was an Ishik Dolan Tfila. She I noticed in part of the Brachas of Shmonesri on the side she would write why. Why? At Samach, why? Why? And I think what she was trying to get across to herself was why am I davening for these things? She wasn't asking Hashem why. You know, I don't think, I think she, I think she was asking herself, why, why do I daven for these things? That's such a, um, a powerful impetus to daven well. A person would ask themselves, why, why do I want this thing? So why, why do I want Rafua? Right now we're in the things which we're closer to a little bit, Rafua, but this as we go on will be more of a question, right? Why do we want Yerushalayim? Why do we want Yerushalayim? Just an example. And one more thing I want to point out was she, at the beginning of Shema right? she had a note to the effect of, you have all the time in the world. You know, the whole day to daven, all the time in the world. And that's a tremendous isod that I've noticed in my own avoda. And I want to mark of that a little bit. Of course, as we explained Shimon Esrei, I did say that I want to give eight sot for davening better along the way here and there. That's not, yeah, which is, of course, so important. You can know the words of Shimon Esrei. Now you don't know how to daven at all. What's it worth, right? But we always feel rushed when we daven. It's a terrible thing. And she was trying to tell herself at the beginning of Shemona, sorry, don't feel rushed. There's nowhere you have to go. And the truth is, when a person feels rushed, it's a shtus. It doesn't make any sense. You're there anyway. You're in a minion. For those davening in a minion, you're at home. You have the time to daven that you want. The extra five minutes is not going to make a difference to anybody. You're involved in a great activity. Why in the world would you rush it? Right? Someone goes to the World Cup. Someone goes to a symphony. Someone goes to whatever other thing, a, a, a play, if they like those things. You're not rushed. Let's get out of here already. Let, let's go. <laughs> you, pay big, you pay top dollar to be there. You're rushing out. What are you doing? Why are we rushing out of Shmoneser? This is one of the great, should be one of the great events of our life. And we're rushing. We feel rushed. But it's a shtus, not just because it doesn't make sense because it's such a great thing. You're there anyway in so many cases. And one more word about this inspiration is that 
it's getting worse and worse because the world that we live in works moves faster and faster, 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 faster. It used to be the world worked really slowly. I can many examples of that. There was a um, example I always give is there was a um, three three men three men in the United States. I think it was John Adams. One was somebody named Thomas Pickering, I believe, and someone else who in the 1790s Barich were traveling to France to try to um, deal with some friction between France and the United States. Of course, France had helped Lafayette had helped America win the Revolutionary War. But as countries go, they were trying to think, should they align with France, should they align with Germany, with, with uh, England? Germany wasn't a fact that back then England and France were, were had friction between them, and there was friction between France and the United States. And this group went by um, boat, which took itself weeks or months, I don't remember how long. They got to France, listen to this, before, before they saw Talleyrand, who was the main French official, like the Secretary of State, he was still a king in France then, I think, or there wasn't, but whatever, Talleyrand was there. It took them a month till they got a audience with him. Could you imagine? Imagine a delegation today of a top uprising country, and it takes them a month to get in, and then they would have negotiations, then they'd have to send it to America by a boat. We'd come back. Everything works slowly, incredibly slowly. And today, everything works so fast, which has obviously many, many, many pluses, right? You're getting this message, some of you thousands of miles away, from where I get where I actually gave it, but but what it does to our heads is it teaches us not to take the time to do things that we have to do. And davening is one of the places where we feel the most. But it's also with learning, it's also with mitzvahs. You know, wherever you are is where you are. You know, your luggage is another question. But there's no reason to rush. There's no reason reason to run. You know, you're dealing with a chesed, you're dealing with someone. Give them the sense you have all the time in the world. Feeling, feeling yourself when you're talking you have all the time in the world. And that's something that Robinson Weinberg obviously differs. Okay, so with no further ado, we're going to jump into Baruch Aleinu. Tremendous lesson, though, friends. So please, and I tell that to myself a lot. Don't rush, and I, I and I feel I have to. I have to tell myself because my inner drive is pushing me to get things done and to be out of davening and run like a Tino Baruch Nivesa Saver. And then I stop myself and say, like, why? Just slow down. Just enjoy it. Breathe in the air. Answer, Say the words slowly. Enjoy them. Imbibe them. Let's give a basic translation, and we'll try to look at things one by one. Bless, right? Bless us. Reboy, Barech, we said before, is two, 220, all multiples of, basic multiples of two, right? Cause blessing. Hashem Elokeinu, Es Hashan Azos, what's Es, this Berich Aleinu Es, right, on us, the year. So I guess it means Berich Aleinu, give us blessing in the year. Azos, that's Komini Tvasel and all of its produce for goodness. Betain Bracha, during the winter months, or Betain Tal Umatila Bracha, bring rain and Tal into for blessing. Al Penei Hadama, on the face of the earth. And satisfy us from your goodness. And bless our years like the good years. So we have to understand, after the initial phrase, what are we adding? We already said, means give us blessing this year and all types of all types of produce. Now what are we adding by saying after on the face of the earth? What, what was what's said there that wasn't said before? Sabenu mituva, 
what's that satisfy us with its good? What are we exactly asking for there? All that, all that we have to un, unpack a little bit. Before that, I want to share basic questions which Ram Ben Agra deals with. Maybe you thought of before. No less than the Rishonim speak about it in Rosh Hashanah, and really the Gemara itself speaks about it in Rosh Hashanah. Here's the question, and it's a serious question. When we're in Yom Neroi mode, Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, we're thinking how serious everything is. We know about the Gzardin, and we have to, the Zachsima, and Aksiva, Aksiva, Aksiva Tova, etc. Rishayim, Tzadikim, Benim, Tzulim, Vondim. Yom Kippur is the big, is the grand uh, close of things, and it's a serious time, and it's and it's serious that things are closed. Meaning, at Yom Kippur, there's a certain close of things, and what it means is that, well, now the books are closed, like we say. Well, if the books are closed, so why are we davening afterwards? That is a real question. Tosis, I think, deals with Antesayin of Adolf and Rosh Hashanah. Tosis says, really, when it comes to sick, you davening, you shouldn't get sick, not, etc. Look, a lot of different answers to this question. But but generally, what are we davening for? So there's one Mahalach. I hope everybody hears the question, right? Why do I daven? Things have been uh, closed. Now, you could say the only thing I'm davening for is if, you know, a tremendous change can still change things. A schutzgadol can change everything, etc. Like, uh, I believe the Gemara in Tainus, uh, the Tosin in Tainus says, that's always true, right? Schutz of Rabbim and things like that, but but it's serious. But there are other answers, which I want to share now. So Rav Ramban Agra deals with this question, and he brings a Pasuk in Eov, which the Gemara in Tainus, Davches, Darjans. Im shevet, im la'artso, im chesed yamsi ehu. If for punishment... If he'll benefit the land, if for chesed will be found. So the Gemara says like this, part of it. Im l'shevet, if for punishment, baharam ubugvoz, it will be in the mountains. Im l'chesed yimtseo la'artso besaldus ukromim. Meaning to say, the rain can, if it'll be in a punishment, the rain can end up in the Himalayans, end up in the Hermon where it's not necessarily helping you. But im l'chesed, im la'artso, then it'll end up where it needs to end up in the Sadhus of Kromim. Lachain, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, I'm reading now from the actual words of Rav Ram Ben Agra, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Posek Rav G'sham Rosh Hashanah, Sha'ak Azakol Charedin L'Dvar Hashem, nice idea. He paskins on us in the time when we're anyway concerned, which is a chesed of Hashem, right? Hashem could theoretically just come and do a mishpat on us without us knowing it at some random point in the year when we're not ready for it, uh, and it wouldn't come out as favorable. So HaKadosh Baruch Hu, besides giving us the shofar, which itself is so powerful, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, Posey Groh Shon Barosh Hashanah, She'az HaKol Charedin L'Dvar Hashem, Va'acharkach, so the amount of rain you're going to get is set, Va'acharkach, Moridam L'Fimaseyim, but he brings it to us according to our actions, meaning to say, the amount of rain you're going to get altogether is there, but you can, so now why Davin, we asked, because you can get it in a better way or in a worse way, you can get an overflow of it, it can go to places where you don't need it. Just like someone can suddenly, someone can get money and it's, well, I really happen not to need money now. Oh, I got that check exactly when I needed it. So, so that's the, that's where the continuing, continuous bracha, meaning certain things are said at Rosh Hashanah, but exactly how it's going to unfold isn't, isn't set. And that's where you can be much be with through your davening, at least in rain and each thing you have to know. L'chei Shana is a lesson of Shinoi, right? Of change. Therefore, it's called the Shana. Shibachol Shana Yimei Shana Mishnana Levimaseim. During the year, everything changes according to your actions. So that's 
the first thing, just in terms of the, I wanted to give that, since he got into it, I wanted to mention that, we're asking for a blessing of the year. Well, isn't the year decided already on Rosh Hashanah? Well, yes and no. In a certain way, it's decided, but certain things are open. So those are two general answers to the question. Why do we keep happening after Rosh Hashanah? One, through a great schuss, we can change things. But that's difficult, too, that there are things, still things that are open and within the system, certain systems have been set up, as in rain, an amount has been set, but how exactly it will unfold is not necessarily set.